Nick, I gotta be honest, I don't think anything will ever make up for what happened earlier. Yeah, that's probably true. But you'll still bet on baseball. You'll be fine. Nationals, my Nationals beating the Phillies 2-1. Now all I need is uh, Diamondbacks to come through for me. They're scoreless in top of the first. They just started against the Angels, so we got plenty of time for that. But, yeah, what, what you went through earlier today, when that looked – I mean, handicap was right, the, the under was the right play, and then all of a sudden that thing just got snapped in half. Oh, Yeah, just yeah, brutal. I had a beat. I would say that's the worst beat of my life, but I've had a couple really bad ones. So I had one where I bet the Cleveland Cavaliers a couple of years ago, they were 10 and a half point dogs. They had like an eight point lead with like two and a half minutes to go. Game goes to overtime. I think they get outscored like 19 to two. They don't cover the big number as double digit dogs in overtime. I'd never seen anything like that in my life. I had one last year. I want to say it was the Philadelphia Phillies. They had a nine to one lead. I want to say against the New York Mets going into the bottom of the ninth. And they lost that game. It went to extra innings, uh, but they blew a nine-run or an eight-run lead. So I've had some bad ones the last couple of years. But when you bet under 11.5, and, and I thought I actually bet 11, when you bet under 11.5 in a game is 2-1 to one, heading into the bottom of the ninth, uh, you win that bet 99.9% .9 of the time. Somehow this game goes 12, and, uh, yeah, the Reds walk it off. An exciting game, especially if you're a Reds fan. I should have just bet the Reds. I like them in the game. But, yeah. Uh, just a terrible beat, man. Terrible beat. That's that's that but is about on. as bad as it gets. We do, we do. We yeah. move on to AP Offensive Player of the Year in the NFL, which is uh, something we spend so much time talking about NFL MVP and rightfully so. But what drives me nuts about that award to a point is that you know, ninety nine percent of the time it's going to be a quarterback, right? Like we've had a few running backs in the day, and Jonathan Taylor a couple years ago was in the conversation for a little bit, but in reality, it's going to be a quarterback. It'll be Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes or maybe Josh Allen rebounds this year, like whatever. But when you look at the top, really actually, when you look at almost, it's it takes, wow, you go down this list now. I didn't actually like think of it from this way until just this moment. It's one, two, three, four. Yeah, it's five different names before we look at a quarterback. So you've got Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, both 12-1 to 1 to win Offensive Player of the Year. Then Christian McCaffrey's 14, Tyreek Hill's 18, Cooper Cup, who won it a couple of years ago when he was healthy at 20, and then it's Lamar Jackson at 20. And Jalen Hurts comes in after that at, also at 20, Josh Allen, Devontae Adams. So it's, it becomes more of a wide receiver award now when you got the quarterbacks winning MVP. Like you said, yeah. So offensive player has really become, you know, best wide receiver, best skill position player because the MVP every single year is going to be a quarterback. And most likely it'll end up being a quarterback again this season in 2023. But I've actually placed a bet in this market and uh, I went down the board a little bit and I did go to a wide receiver and I'm looking at Garrett Wilson who look what he did his rookie year. 83 receptions, over 1,000 yards receiving, uh, 13.3 per reception yards, that is, four touchdowns. And he did this with Zach Wilson. He did this with Mike White. He did this with Chris Strebler or whatever his name is. Think of what he's <laughs> going to do with Aaron Rodgers. And I know it was a down year for Aaron Rodgers, and I know he connected on only, I believe, four passes, 30 yards down the field. But also he was playing with an injured thumb. He was playing with a beat-up offensive line where he had Elton Jenkins coming back from a torn ACL. David Bakhtiari wasn't healthy all season long. He was thrown to the corpse of Sammy Watkins and three rookie wide receivers. Now he gets Garrett Wilson, who I love Devontae mm -hmm. Adams. He's the best route runner in the league. He might have the best hands. But Garrett Wilson might be the best young wide receiver that Aaron Rodgers has ever played with. 
Because think of those first couple of years of Devontae in Green Bay. I mean, fans were calling for him to get cut. He had problems hanging mm-hmm. on to the football. He had a lot of drops. Uh, also, Green Bay just had so much talent at that position. They had Jordy Nelson. You know, there was a time where Greg Jennings was there, Donald Driver. So they mm-hmm. were just stacked. But Garrett Wilson, man, 25-1 to 1 to win Offensive Player of the Year. Look at those numbers again last year, 83 receptions. I think he catches at least 110 balls if Rodgers stays healthy. Double-digit touchdowns. He's 40-1 to 1 to lead the league in receptions. I like that a little bit more. But 25-1 to 1 to be Offensive Player of the Year. And I know think, people think, you know, because Randall Cobb's in New York now and Alan Lazard's in New York and Rodgers is buddies with those guys and brought them over from Green Bay, that they're going to eat up a lot of the targets. They're not. Like, Cobb's barely going to be on the field. He's, he's the Jack Haley to Aaron Rodgers being like the Dennis Rodman. He's pretty much his gopher. He's his best friend, but he's barely going to be on the field. Maybe on third downs because Rodgers trusts him, and he's still a pretty good route runner to throw in the slot. Alan Lazard's there because he's one of the better run-blocking wide receivers in the league. I mean, he's going to get some targets, especially on third downs, but Garrett Wilson's going to be the go-to guy. And when Aaron Rodgers falls in love with his go-to guy, he falls in love with his go-to guy. As you saw with Devontae Adams, that's the reason the Packers didn't play in a Super Bowl uh, and didn't beat Tampa Bay because he kept forcing the ball. Look at the targets that Devontae had in Green Bay. So I love Garrett Wilson, Offensive Player of the Year, 25-1, to 1, and I also love him 40-1 to 1 to lead the league in receptions. Yeah, he's going to have to probably lead the league in receptions to be able to win this over Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, though. I mean, two guys that are obviously going to be talking about contracts for them very soon. Don't think they're not thinking about that. You know Kirk Cousins is now going to have to go to Jefferson even more. This is a team that's going to actually really count on that duo alone, given the fact that we know there's going to there's likely going to be some regression and that defense is terrible. Jamar Chase, they've got a stacked wide receiver group, but we know who stands out the most, and it's Jamar Chase first without question as great as Tyler Boyd and T Higgins are they're not Jamar Chase and you've got obviously just the chemistry with Joe Burrow so I mean when we look at like the young receivers in the NFL though this league is loaded with it I mean loaded we're getting year after year I mean two years ago I mean really the the Garrett Wilson draft right like you look at how many great receivers I mean think of some of these young ones we talk about Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase all the time but you're talking about a Chris Olave you're talking about a Garrett Wilson I still, even though he's barely played, Jamison Williams could still be that guy. It's just we haven't seen him out on the field actually at all yet. Uh, Jahan Dotson in Washington. Guy doesn't drop balls. He's really starting to come into his own there too. Like these are all first-round pick receivers. So there's an opportunity here for a ton of these guys down the road to be considered for this award. There's more value, but you're right. If you're going to bet Garrett Wilson to win offensive player of the year he's got to lead the league in receptions he's got to have a monster season because he has to overshadow the bigger names in Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase now I will say it does help not just having Aaron Rodgers but also playing in New York because now the spotlight is going to be so bright on that Jets team there's going to be more attention for Garrett Wilson so that's going to also kind of help his case a little bit too because we know there's always narratives and it's a popularity contest for a lot of these awards too that's just how the thing works Absolutely, man. And I think that's a possibility. And that's why I love that price. And you know what? You brought up Chris Olave. If you could stomach watching Derek Carr play football for an entire season and, you know, you want to invest in him, I don't hate that either. I mean, I brought up Garrett Wilson's rookie numbers. Chris Olave wasn't far off. Mm-hmm. 72 receptions, over 1,000 receiving yards, 14 yards per reception, five touchdowns, four touchdowns, whatever he finished with around that range. And he did that with Andy Dalton as a starting quarterback for the majority of the season. And, you know, a little bit of Jameis Winston hobbled. But 
the reason I love the Garrett Wilson bet, man, is the targets. And it's the relationship that him and Rodgers are going to have because Rodgers falls in love with his go-to guy. 2018, Devontae averaged 11 targets per game. 2019, 10 targets per game. 10 in 2020, 10 in 2021. He's going to get double-digit targets. He's got great hands. And I think he's going to be their number one playmaker. And I think it's going to take, you know, you want, you want to talk about the run game. I think it's going to take Brees Hall at least a couple weeks to look like Brees Hall, if not an entire season again. So love that. And you have Nathaniel Hackett calling the plays, meaning you know who's really calling the plays. Like Aaron Rodgers has just taken over the Jets facility. If you read social media, oh, like yeah. he's just kind of taken over that team. Like Robert Sala is going to do what he does, <laughs> control that defense. And Aaron Rodgers – He's got full control over that offense. Even when run plays are called, you know he goes to the line of scrimmage and changes those plays. So love Garrett Wilson. Don't hate Chris Olave. You know, Jamar Chase, the only thing that concerns me is the wide receiver room's already stacked. And also T. Higgins' mm -hmm. contract here. And they want to keep T. Higgins there. Like yep. Joe Burrow wants to keep him there. Jamar Chase wants him to stay there. So maybe he sacrifices some targets. Um, and then, you know, like Cooper Cup, what's he going to look like coming off a knee injury? How healthy is he going to be? Are the Rams going to be any good? I'd probably stay away from him. And Justin Jefferson's probably a good bet every single year. But I worry about the Vikings being a very bad football team. And then who knows, you know, if they're a 6-7 win team, we'll probably see a bunch of injuries. T. Higgins, 80-1, to Offensive Player of the Year. If they really want to make him happy, dabble in that 80-1 to for T. Higgins. It's a long shot, but I don't know, right? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah, I don't hate it, man. I, I mean, don't. he's the red zone guy. I mean, he could – his rookie yeah. year, he had 10 touchdowns, you know? I mean, but the problem is, like, I don't want to play any of those guys just because it's such a loaded room that it kind of, like, takes yeah. away a little bit. You know, you're yeah. like, oh, man, you know, Jamar Chase caught 130 balls, but he also had T. Higgins on the other side and Boyd in the slot, you know, so you couldn't double-team him. Whereas with Garrett Wilson, you know, everybody's ripping the Jets offseason moves. People are laughing at Alan Lazard. Everybody thinks, you know, Randall Cobb's washed. He probably is. And, uh... Yeah, that's why I think that's a good bet. And then the same thing for the Saints. You know, Mike Thomas, we're doing that again. I'm watching Mike Thomas workout videos. He looks great in shorts oh, and shoulder pads yeah. every single offseason. Mm -hmm. Four years ago, five years ago, he was the best wide receiver in the league. I just can't fully trust him to stay healthy. So maybe Chris Olave is averaging 13, 14 targets per game. And he's not a bad bet either. One more long shot for you. We talked about him before. He's coming off of a suspension for an entire season, and he's got Trevor Lawrence. Calvin Ridley's 80-1 to to win Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, again, if you're staying away from these loaded receivers, you stay away from Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase even, if you're looking for a long shot, I, I, Calvin Ridley at 80-1, to I don't, I don't hate it because Trevor Lawrence now is going to be going to him with a whole – it's like that's, that's his new toy, right? That's his new weapon out there. That's a guy that I think people have forgotten how good Calvin Ridley is. Yeah, I don't hate that for a bomb, man, an 80-1. to And – you know, who knows? Like, Christian Kirk might not have the year that he had last season. Or Zay mm -hmm. Jones. And also, injuries happen in the NFL. Don't hate that whatsoever. How about Brock Purdy? Yeah, Brock Purdy. No, okay, probably not. What is Brock no, Purdy? Let's see. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, 150-1 to 1, Offensive Player of the Year. You're right. It should be Brock Purdy, MVP. Who am I kidding? <laughs> I could get Jahan Dotson for 200-1. to 1. My guy. For my commanders, Jahan Dotson, 200-1. to 1. Sa Listen, hey, if Sam Howell... Sam Howell is a great year. I don't know, right? Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dodson. Let's just get crazy with this. Start going way down the list. Yeah, Michael Thomas is uh, 200 to 1, your guy. So, 
I wouldn't hate a small bet on Terry McLaurin if you believe in Sam Howell. If you believe this is the best quarterback, look at the numbers he's put up with all these scrubs, man. And he, he could be the best receiver in the league when it's all said and done. McLaurin's awesome. Problem is, I don't believe in Sam Howell. I'm glad you do, though, which is good. Just don't don't <laughs> yeah. get too emotionally invested.